All right, so we're going to be talking about music again. And this time, you know, I'm going to be not looking at hard rock, punk, or metal, or even particularly old-timey stuff like I occasionally like to do. I'm going to prove once again that I don't hate all softer music or soft rock or pop or whatever. In this case, I'm going to look at Mad World, the classic goth-tinged, new-wavy, 1980s synth-pop track by Tears for Fears. You know, it's a little bit like Rick Beato, like what makes the song great. You know, um, I'm not quite as compelling as Rick, but you know, hear me out. This song was written by Roland Orzabal and sung by bassist Kurt Smith. So, in case you weren't aware, Michael Andrews and Gary Jules also have a version of this song, which was released to promote the movie Donnie Darko from the year 2001. And that version is actually pretty good, too. Some people would prefer it. And uh, there's also um, a version of that song that appeared in the uh, CBS series CSI Crime Scene Investigation. It might be the same uh, song. I haven't really listened to it. You know, it might be the same recording. But anyway, I'm getting a little sidetracked. Uh, as far as, like, the song itself goes, uh, it didn't win a Grammy Award Song of the Year or anything like that. But the song has certainly not died out over the years. And although some will prefer the Gary Jules version, I think the original has a quirkier vibe while still featuring a memorable pop vocal performance. The two versions definitely sound different, and I do like them both, but the Gary Jewels version might be just a little bit too normal and stripped down, I think. And the Tears for Fears version might, for some people, border on maybe being too quirky. So, I mean, th there are potential pitfalls to either version. I can still get something from the track, but I, I would even say it's right on the edge where the music is almost too 1980s-ish, you know, too synth heavy. And it kind of distracts from the lyrical content, whereas the Gary Jules version is, like I said, probably a little too stripped down. But again, to make this complex, I don't hate either version of the track. It's just they they kind of border on being, you know, like, like a little bit too uh, this way or that. But, you know, that's the power of music, though. You might not necessarily absolutely love everything about a song, but you can still like the song. It's, it's one of those weird things about music that really not that many people talk about. So Mad World was also remixed into different versions for the single releases. I have not heard all of those. And, uh, it should be noted that because of the Dono, the Donnie Darko version, the song apparently reached the UK top 100 songs of the decade for the years between, you know, 2000 and 2009, and it made it into the 53 spot, which is, you know, pretty good. So Donnie Darko was definitely good for this song and for the band Tears for Fears, and. Mad World was the band's first hit single, too. So that's a, another bit of trivia for you. 
and the promotional video for Mad World was filmed in the late summer of 1982. And uh, to show I'm such a great researcher, I'm going to cite Wikipedia here, but they say Mad World was inspired by the theories of Arthur Zhanov, uh, who is the author of The Primal Scream. And it says the lyric, the dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had, suggests that dreams of intense experiences such as death will be the best at releasing tension. So that actually sounds plausible to me. I didn't really, you know, go down the whole source rabbit hole uh, for that part of the Wikipedia page, but it, it definitely sounds like a plausible explanation. However, it is no doubt more complex than that. And you also have the fact that the band wanted a hit. So, uh, they, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just about, you know, the uh, theories of Arthur Zhanov, if I'm pronouncing that name wrong. I apologize. Uh, but I did a little bit more research beyond the Wikipedia page. And it turns out that Orzabal told The Guardian in an interview, quote, there was a group called Dalek I Love You. One of their lyrics went something like, I believe the world's gone mad, which summed up my feelings of alienation from the rat race. I had suffered from depression in my childhood. My dad had been in the Second World War, had electric shock treatment, suffered from anxiety, and was abusive to my mom. And of, of course, that's a sign that he's British because he said mom like mom. That's like how you know he's probably a Brit. But anyway, he continues... I kept a lid on my feelings at school, but when I was 18, dropped out of everything and couldn't even be bothered to get out of bed. I poured all this into the song, end quote. And if you want to read that article, it's simply titled Tears for Fears, How We Made Mad World. So it goes a little bit more into depth than I'm going to do here. And it's really a good article. And if you really want to know what makes Tears for Fears tick. Uh, you can get some insight from that. It's it's a little bit about witnessing abuse during childhood and how he no doubt suffered due to his father's anger and alienation and all that fun personal stuff. Though, of course, the song may not have been fully intended to be autobiographical. Like, usually songs are a, a mix of you know, the personal and the commercial. That's that's the strange and quirky thing about music, you know, in a, in a context where it's also an industry. So this is one of those songs where even though it hasn't had a huge impact on me, I can respect the influence it's had over the years. And I, I will forever, when I hear this song, think about this little bit of backstory to it. You know, um, knowing that it's actually it's actually a pretty deep song in that context, right? And the line about dying in dreams is actually a, sort of a classic line, I think. That's really one of the reasons the song is as successful as it is and why it was a hit song. You know, if you really want a song to catch on, sometimes still one of the best things you can do is actually have a decent you know, lyric or line as a hook. It's not always about just the music. That's that's one of the things that, you know, Bob Dylan knows about. You know, he has plenty of 
iconic lyrics in his songs that are really just as important, if not more important, than a lot of the music. So even though I didn't experience the most abuse one could imagine myself, you know, I, I can still say I had a lot of stuff that happened to me at a younger age, like a lot of people, you know, a lot of uh, messed up stuff or stuff that made me feel conflicted. So I can kind of relate to that backstory. And as I've said before, my own dad was a bipolar alcoholic Vietnam vet who would regularly threaten to go on shooting sprees. So some aspects of the song are relatable to me thematically, especially after brushing up on its origins in that Guardian article. And, you know, I, I, I kind of hate to bring up my dad again. I do that often enough on this uh, podcast. It sounds like I'm beating up on the guy, but, you know, I mean, what can I say? He did have an influence on me, and it wasn't all positive. He wasn't just a villain either, but, you know, he definitely wasn't just a good guy, you know. Uh, to me, Mad World sort of feels like one of those songs that just kind of came together in a certain way, as it feels pretty organic rather than coming straight from a music industry lab. I mean, it it, it contains some elements that are, you know, it, it's, it's really hard to pin it down style-wise, other than the, say, new wave and synth pop. But it's just, it's got a lot of quirks and curveball moments that a person might not expect. And I think that a lot of modern music kind of lacks that quality. You know, I would say the uh, composition of the song takes a few chances here and there. It's not it's not that wild and crazy, but it's, it's a little bit odd. It's definitely still a pop song, but the quirkiness and the, I guess, darker aspects of it uh, that I would say it makes it sound genuine and beyond mere bubblegum pop simplicity. So, all right, those are basically my thoughts on Mad World. And uh, I might eventually talk about Tears for Fears songs more in depth. I don't know. We'll see about that. But, uh, yeah, have a good day.